Welcome to episode 46 of Utopia to Me, with me, your host, Chris Locke. Of course, I'm here. Uh, it's great to uh, see you all with my mind's inner mind's eye. Um, of course, my inner mind's eye doesn't work that well, so some of you kind of look like little Playmobil people. Um, that's actually what I'm looking at right now is a Playmobil farm. That's what I'm talking to. That's what I feel like I'm talking to. Do you guys know what that toy is? Uh, here's the thing. This is a great episode. We had so much fun uh, hanging and chatting. It's Kayla Lorette. And here's another interesting thing. I just woke up this morning. Well, maybe I should say uh, mid-afternoon because that's uh, how cool I am. Uh, but on the weather right now, it says misty outside. Like there's a mist in Toronto. And the crazy thing is, is I never see that on the weather like website ever i never see warnings of mist okay and this episode is coming out today of kayla lorette and i it's just crazy because when she talks about her utopian world you will see that uh mist plays a big part in it so what the hell is that anyways sound intriguing this was a very fun episode kayla's super funny super smart we had a great time i'm just gonna uh throw this episode out into the mist there and uh, let you guys find it, capture it, and bring it home and uh, put earplugs in it and uh, or speakers into it and listen to it and enjoy. So here we go. We're just going to crack it open. This is Kayla Lorette. Enjoy. I never know how to start it, so I'm going to take a sip of this matcha green tea. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> so foamy. <laughs> Did you try it yet? Yeah, it's hot, though. I've had it before. It's uh, starting to become a ritual, I think, with this podcast is also, when you do it, you also have matcha green tea. It's nice. People are always having tea here. Here in this house? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you've listened to a bunch of episodes, so you've heard tea and... You're always offering tea, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the things about the podcast that stay the same are, the guest has tea, you talk about how much you love Kathleen and how much you love Indian rotis. Yeah. That's almost every episode. And, uh, yeah, depending on the day, it's not in that order. You know what I mean? Depends on what's going on, yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm hungry, get out of my way, Kathleen. Like, yeah. It's like, sorry, the big shadow of this roti that's <laughs> hovering above her. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a Doctor Who episode. Um, I don't know. It'd be, that'd be a corny episode. They're all corny, I guess. Well... The reason why I'm not, like, you hear another voice, everybody, is because someone else is here. <laughs> it's Kayla Lorette. Hey. You're our guest today. Yeah. And I feel like I've wanted to get you on for a while. I really wanted to do it. I love this podcast. That, thanks. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I think, like, you and uh, Becky Johnson were working on something in New York. Was mm-hmm. it Sheila's play? Yeah, it was... It was uh, All Our Happy Days Are Stupid, and we listened to it a lot. That's when you started saying, like... Can I do it? Yeah. Or like, well, at least Becky was. Yeah. And you were saying, I like it. I was it. like, I like it. I was kind of behind her. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> You're on her shoulders, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to get Sheila Hetty on too. She'd be great. Yeah. Did you have her, and you had her brother. David. Yes. He was really great. I liked his episode. Oh, you listened to it? Yeah, I did. Very nice contrarian attitude towards everything that m- normal humans think. Yeah. And I'd be interested. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested by him. He's got like a, yeah, a darkness that maybe Sheila has too. It'd be fun to see what she. Yeah. I think, she uh, says. I think 
it's been uh, maybe she'll come on. But anyways, this one's about you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Sheila. Hmm. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. No, but I'm glad you're on because uh, yeah. it's a beautiful but almost too hot sunny day, right? Exactly. I yeah. I got up here and I was getting too hot. I feel nice now. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm glad. Uh, that sounds like uh, almost an unfrozen caveman expressing himself after like a, a <laughs> few weeks of much. tutoring. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got really hot, but I am okay now. And you're like, well, cool. And you're like, thanks. I guess we're hanging out. <laughs> no, I love it. I love succinct, like expressing yourself. Yeah. Very succinct. It's nice. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't even left the house today, so maybe that's why I sound a little bit weird. But uh, I've got that like cave brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. you haven't seen other people yet. No. Well, you saw Kathleen and then me. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, uh, when you're married for a long time, uh, or for a while, and then uh, that other person just becomes, like, and you say bye to them because she just left to go to Halifax. Yeah. It's almost like you're saying just bye to, like, a ha- your, uh, <laughs> I almost said a hat, <laughs> but it's not that bad. <laughs> But it's like it's, you are saying a bye to a part of yourself. Yeah. Like, you, it's kinda like you this, become a. It's like this sticky kind of, like, ghost that's kind of attached to you that yeah. leaves and then comes back it is a symbiotic organism yeah. you're just like it's like see you bye okay yeah. like i can still function but it's like a bit it's not as good we function better together but yeah 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 it's not yeah god imagine, <laughs> if, the cat, imagine if the cats always had to go and film stuff you'd be so lonely yeah well i don't know you know sometimes when it is just me here and the cats i feel like i'm going insane uh so maybe Maybe yeah. if they weren't here, I'd leave the house more. I don't know. Talk to the trees or something. I talk to the dog a lot at home. What's your dog's name? Alfie. Is it named after the Michael Caine movie or the Jude Law movie? <laughs> you imagine Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> the Jude Law Alfie, please. <laughs> uh, Michael Caine, like the song from the, from Alfie. That well, movie. It's Nick, Nick, my boyfriend, named the dog. Who is a great musician he is he yeah. plays in Dwayne Gretzky he does any yes. other bands I don't know well he does his own okay stuff so that's Nick under Rose. his full name yeah I think he's working on a new well, he is working on a new project that'll have a, a new name Nick so Rose it, it might not be Nick Rose he's got a Google Doc with all these band names and sometimes we sit and talk about them his self titled project should be Gun and Rose oh that'd be great no it wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> and you know it Guys listening, the face didn't match the Full expression. Swallow. That'd be, yeah. uh, That'd be <laughs> great. Uh, how long is this? <laughs> <laughs> Sipping matcha so fast. Uh, yeah. Okay, but oh. let's talk about. Okay, we, it was a uh, weird start because my brain is bumpy and uh, lumpy. But uh, let's talk about what you're working on right now. Yes. Because you're a brilliant, brilliant, probably one of Canada's best improvisers. <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> on my couch right now. Seriously. Huge. I know people say that all the time. Yeah, huge couch, huge <laughs> improv skills. Huge improv skills. All, Need it. Like, all in the same room. But yeah, um, yeah, brilliant. And you're also moved into writing over the past few years. Yeah. But you're always performing, like, all the time. And you're performing with, we mentioned, Becky Johnson as the Sufferettes a lot. And you guys actually toured to Europe yeah. doing that. It's so fun. Yeah. And uh, does the, uh, I think I might have asked Becky this, but I can't remember. But uh, when you go to Europe, like, some of the... Uh, subtleties kind of get dropped and you kind of get bigger over there? I think so. I think you get bigger and then this weird thing happens with your language where you start to speak how other people speak English to you. So the way that they've learned English, which is like kind of like (laughs) the phrasing. I was hot now, but I'm okay. like that. (laughs) 
at the end you're like, well, the dream to be the actor will, would be nice for all of us or like weird <laughs> kind of things like that and it's hard to drop. I like that though. It is fun because you somehow think that that makes it easier for them to understand. When a European talks to you like that, you always find it more romantic. Yeah. Like they make of, like just nonsense that we barf out of our mouths all the time sound romantic. It's nice. Because of those clunkier words. And you're a bit surprised about where those words land. So yeah. I think you're like listening in a different way. But yeah, they're pretty. It can be pretty broad over there, or we just yeah. can't be as like sarcastic. So it's like. Do you think irony bits. is lost over there? In certain places, I don't think. In I feel like um, we were in Oslo, and mm-hmm. Norway felt very dark, and same with Slovenia. And I, th- I, I wonder, dark sense of humor. Really dark sense of humor. That's where like black metal comes from. Yeah, there's yeah. just something like I guess because it's yeah. I don't know what that's about. Do you basically act like? Elven lords uh, and do scenes where elven lords <laughs> yeah. chop each other's heads off and shit. They love that. They <laughs> love that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, uh, the Norwegians were really dark, and we were like, oh, "Okay, we'll be fine then." Why? Why do you think the darkness? From- I don't know. And maybe part of it is that because they speak Norwegian, and same with the Slovenians not speaking like a popular language, like something like Germany. So they don't have a lot of their own film and television. Mm-hmm. There is there is that industry, but. I think, therefore, they watch like a lot more American television. So maybe their sense of humor is just closer to ours. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, you're always working on a million other things. What else should I mention? I mean, Space Riders, like a second season just wrapped, right? Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. And you and Becky are on that. Mark Little's on that. Mm -hmm. Daniel Byrne, who I haven't had on here, who I should, is on it. Kyle Dooley. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, Laura Silvitz is doing this year. Oh, Laura. Too. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah, she's awesome. And that's uh, so much. Uh, that's like one of the best Canadian things right now because they put money, like a budget, into fantasy design, yeah. which you never see no, it's in Canada. Nice. That are always like, can you, can you use like a real? Yeah, it can be a plain living room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, can it just be the tree outside the office? Yeah, and you guys bring your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so you're like building sets. You're like building these huge costumes. Yeah. Act- you're acting in like a crazy costume. So dumb. Yeah. yeah. So much makeup. What's your character's name again? I forgot. Orson Ooze. Orson Ooze. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a bad guy. It's awesome. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, you guys have to watch Space Riders. I feel like I've promoted a few times on here now, but do it. Yeah. Um, And then you're writing a lot. Well, you wrote on That's So Weird, which finished a while ago, but yeah. then what else? Then uh, we did something called the Second City Project, which was kind of a failure, but was very fun and it was just like a sketch show for TV. Yeah. And then I worked on Young Drunk Punk, which is Bruce McCullough's series. Yeah. Uh, so about two punk kids. Yeah, living in Calgary that, uh, in 1980. They get into hijinks or what? So many hijinks. Fisticuffs. <laughs> so you you write those hijinks? <laughs> I like. Do you pitch hijinks each yeah, episode? Trying to pitch hijinks. <laughs> You're like, I was thinking for the next hijinks, um, He's got maybe marbles fall on the floor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and spread everywhere. He put ink on the, um, <laughs> the why can't I think of, you know, in the, um, what are these called? Yeah. When you telescope? can see far away? No. Uh, yeah. Kaleidoscope, telescope. Yeah. And then you got the black <laughs> circle around yeah. your eye. That's huge. And then, the, yeah, I always like in the old like comedies when that they did that gag, like the black ink on the telescope hole they're always like oh did you get a black eye it's like yeah 
this is what yeah. a black eye looks like. <laughs> a round, perfect. A perfect round circle. It's like Groucho's mustache. Just indicating the eye. <laughs> yeah, like who, no one ever went up to Groucho and went, seriously, th- that's ink on your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, be realistic. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you're yeah. doing a million things. Yeah. And then the biggest thing that, is coming up is you made a movie mm-hmm. that's coming out in tiff and like when's tiff like a couple weeks right starts, yeah i think it's like starts i don't know for sure september it's 10th or something yeah to like the 18th or something and in that time so your movie is debuting at yes. tiff yeah like one of the biggest movie festivals yeah on the whole planet earth it's very fun um and in the movie you look like the guy yeah. That's what I. That's what I gathered from the trailer. Yeah, the movie is about you looking like this guy. Yeah, it's like it's so dumb. <laughs> Can I give that part away? No, that's fine. You learn it's that in pretty the trailer. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like the, it's so dumb. It's, no, it's, it's great cool. It's so cool. It, yeah, it's called She Stoops to Conquer, and it's yeah. uh, about a woman who <laughs> makes a character, <laughs> and I wear this like prosthetic mask. That's meant to look like the other actor, Julian Richings. So I like yeah. we made a face to fit my face that looks like his face. Who's got a very distinct, face. memorable face. Yeah. 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 So because I recognize him from tons of things over he's like the in years, everything and everything. Yeah. What I like about you as a Canadian comedian is all of your choices seem to be like artistically driven for the most part. That's, yeah. Do, it's do nice. you think that? Yeah, I think so. I really like... <laughs> like, you make, good, you make good choices. You get involved in cool projects. Um, you know, because in Canada, you know, a lot of comedians uh, almost... Um, what is it? You know when uh, animals are scratching at the edge of a cliff so they don't <laughs> fall off? But their claws are just, like, creating marks and they're probably going to fall? <laughs> like, that's what most of us do with work. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's just... I think if it's... You kind of get forced into that if you're not gonna if you're not a stand up, and you clearly can't just do improv because that would be so embarrassing and you'd never make any money. <laughs> and but even stand up's pr- pretty much like that. Sure, yeah. yeah. But it feels like stand up has at least like kind of a clearer path to how you can use it. Yeah. And so you, if you are good at improv or that stuff, you, at a point you're like, well, I'll, this won't be the thing. So you find other ways to create work. And I've just like met interesting people to do yeah actually now that i think about it uh i've worked with you a few times and you've definitely worked with uh like you and alex tyndall and oh god yeah the henry fabergé projects i just forgot those are like the artiest craziest most ambitious projects for the last five years or however long yeah those are insane they're insane we did like six months like for six months of show every month that we had to write every month that would have like 30 people in it. And these weird rock operas. Yeah. Huge so character arcs, big so, plots. Yeah. So ridiculous. Uh, props and everything. Like you guys basically got the biggest um, art community together in Toronto probably to put these projects on. Yeah. And so everybody fun. does it for mostly for free because it's, it's such a blast to be a part <laughs> of. It's also like always so chaotic. It's like, something's always falling apart you're like forced just to remember we did it and like <laughs> we shot a video and like one of the props was like a full roast chicken and then that was also just what we had to eat and i remember oh yeah it's like <laughs> eating chicken off like the in ground. the dirt in we the were like dirt. in a pea park we were like in a pea park eating this roast chicken <laughs> off the ground that was like had been in like a burlap sack or something i've never seen that video 
You're great in it. I don't think it's come. It's never come out. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's never come out. I'm great. Put it in the trash. <laughs> I think. Toss uh, it. Yeah, I think Henry probably buried it where the chicken is in that park. Yeah, one day, like the dog's just old film canisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's on a film canister. Allison Johnson shot that. Yeah, she's amazing. She's so great. But yeah, I think. Uh, but that's that's another good point of all the artistic choices you make because your character work is so uh deep and enriching in that even though um you're not making some big project where it might like a national audience would see it you're still like yeah watch this and you dive in and i don't know i like that stuff me too i like not compromising yourself that much yeah it's hard to do in this country but it's good i have like a great appreciation for pandering in some ways and i'm a ham and i'm like super desperate for people to like me but then on the flip side i think i like mitigate that by trying to do work that feels authentic to myself if you don't mind me saying this might sound weird but i feel like that's what a big similarity that you have with you and kathleen both have with each other Mm. is that i think both of you are really talented character actors and then yeah it's not it's kind of nice to say in canada that if someone does stick with their guns and their talent is just like undeniable then the work will come to them too which sort of seems hope that yeah yeah we all hope that (laughs) (laughs) but i'm talking about mega talent (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all want that (laughs) yeah so anyways i'd say you're in that boat well i look up yeah i look up to her and and someone who just kind of sticks to their guns a lot of people in toronto they just stick to their guns for a long time and then hopefully good stuff comes to them. Or they go crazy or like whatever. Yeah. We'll see. I'm going crazy. Yeah, but you've also, you're have you also so great and you, you've done so much in the last few years. So if that's going crazy, then uh, sign me <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks. But okay, so I think, yeah, that's about 15 minutes of this. Great. Enough the, of that. Yeah. Um, the people listening being like, okay, we get it. She's brilliant. Yeah, thanks. Um, no, but that's good. So keep the movie is called. Uh, damn, I forgot. She stoops to conquer. She stoops to conquer, and, and that's at TIFF. It's at TIFF. It's a short. It's a short film. It's uh, okay. I think it's like on the eleventh or the seventeenth that it plays at the Scotiabank, but I don't know. But you can look it up and and find it. Online. Well, it looks really cool. I was watching. I was following it on Facebook when you guys were making it, and I think everyone was. It was pretty like it was fun, intriguing, and it was ambiguous to what it was, and everyone was like, "What's this?" So yeah, it's and kinda it was neat. just four days of me wearing a prosthetic where no one would really talk. But for a second, I don't think I knew it was you for yeah. like a few times. It's a pretty cool looking mask. Yeah, it's you really look scary. L- yeah, it'll yeah. be cool. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so you've listened to this a lot. Yeah, I like uh, this show a lot. You've drank some matcha green tea. I'm going to get hyper. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm getting there already and I'm only three quarters in. Me too. But it's a good... It, this is a good... Um, Green tea. It's like a good caffeine level. And it's really good yeah. for your metabolism. Yeah, that's. I need that. Jeez. God. God. I think mine's slowing down. I literally ate a, three handfuls of Skittles today. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Classic. What do those do to your body? You shouldn't have those around. I did, though. And it was a weird thing because I never eat Skittles. You got Skittles. in the mood. You wanted it. Something happened. They're a fun texture. You know what? I haven't been drinking for about 10 days just Great. for my own kicks to see. That's and fun. I feel like a million bucks. But I think there is a part of my body that's like, can we have random unnecessary yeah. sugar again? Can you affect how I feel? Yeah. And so I got Skittles and it was really weird. That's okay. But here we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about your utopian world? A little bit. 
I kind of, because I've listened to it a lot, I feel like it's difficult to separate your opinions with just the way other people form their utopias and yeah. like the way that you structure what you think your world was. So I sat down and I wrote down two words on a piece of paper this morning. I wrote down the word witch and I wrote down the word mist with a Y, like the computer game. And these are two ideas I initially had. What computer game? Have you ever played Mist? No. It's a computer game from I don't know when. And you're just this man on an island, you have to kind of solve mysteries. And it's kind of like a click, like a search and click game. There's something going on with these brothers. You're Are you a witch that solves mysteries? Not in the thing. You're just like a novice person. <laughs> no, but I mean, you're a utopia. Yes. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Your think, utopia is that you're a mystery solving witch. Yeah. Gee. Because I was thinking about pleasure and like joy for yeah. myself and you kind of think in such hedonistic terms initially of just like what are the foods i like what is yeah. like what zone am i in when i'm the most comfortable yeah but i don't know if that's satisfying enough for a long amount of time yeah like i want a castle made out of fish and chips <laughs> yeah, like hopefully like, we get like one past that gross like <laughs> yeah <laughs> ew so greasy all the time yeah. your clothes going all see-through <laughs> yeah my clothes are a brown paper bag <laughs> Uh, but weird. yeah, yeah, the idea of like, yes, there's like perfect ideas of comfort, but I think I would get so bored of it. I love that um, your main thing, well, you're a character, the witch, but your main thing mostly is like you're already on a mission. Yeah. You have a mission in this world. This is, yeah, my broad strokes of what I think is that like we live in a world where you do have potential to rest and chill out and like lays around if you need to take a break (laughs) but there's kind of like constant little missions or mysteries to go and solve and deal with in different lands yeah you never see a detective taking a rest in a movie yeah and like that's stressful to me like when is he you know like a detective in a bathing suit like the hat on drinking a drink and they're like what oh yeah give me a sec he's like yeah i'll get to it (laughs) this helps like i'm thinking about it i think that's good yeah so constant missions mysteries but also take it easy jesus yeah some rest (laughs) and so i think that in your but like the missions i think in your life you could have solved like so many mysteries and gone on so many adventures because it can happen at any time like bilbo Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so that's what I was thinking. And I was thinking... But what kind of land is it? What kind of world? I think that... Because I'm picturing a real mist. Is there a real mist in mist? Well, yeah. In okay. mist... Do you want a real mist? Sometimes, Parts of right? it are mist, I yeah. think. I think... Some of it's clouds. Some of it's clouds. Some <laughs> of it's mist. Some of it's smoke. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Mystery to solve. Wait, what's this? Fog. Oh, fog. Well, it turns is out fog, it fog mist. Fog is. I don't know what the difference between mist and fog is. <laughs> I guess they're the same thing. Oh God! Only if, some scientists know. Maybe one is just from the air, and one comes up from water. I mean, I'm, that's a real. Wow! See, <laughs> brilliant. Okay. I think that there's lots of different lands. Did you ever see the mist? Did you ever see the mist? All mist focused. <laughs> Sorry. Ever, oh, did you ever see Spirited Away? A cartoon. Um, a I think I just girl. no. Like I hope the government's not listening, but I think I just downloaded it. <laughs> but that's the one with that cool ghost friend. That's like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I saw it years ago, but I I know that I need to watch it again. I love it. Yeah, and 
It's like a chunk where she takes that guy and they go on this train that's kind of on top of the water. Yeah. And they go through all these different lands that are kind of magical and kind of seem like they have their own little zone. And I think that would be what this world is Wow. Like. So what's his name? Miyazaki? Yeah. That director? Mm-hmm. Would he design this land? I think a lot of it would feel like that. Influenced by him. Because I like that in his work it's not like like a stressful, like clear plot. Things kind of meander. Like He's very surreal. Yeah. Which I love. Me too. It reminds me of, um, yeah, surreal like literature to a degree, mm-hmm. uh, certain stuff. But yeah, I like, uh, I also like how it's sort of creepy sometimes. I think that this world would be creepy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I of think course, that well, there you're would a witch. be, yeah. Like you're kind of creepy, right? I'm kind of creepy <laughs> too. Like. <laughs> I'm creepy too. There's lots of creepy. There's other witches, but there's probably people with other powers. In my utopian world, I'm way creepier than I am now. <laughs> Such a creep. Yeah. But I think that there's probably some evil in that world. But in the way of like, even in Spirited Away, it's like the evil's there, but it's like kind of complicated evil. Like there's like heart to the evil. They have a reason for it. Yeah. Because I think that it's good to have something to fight against or to feel like rallies you and your people together so you have people yes who are you solving mysteries for these people are you part of like a village or something yeah i think that for the most part you kind of live i was also thinking about how i like you live in kind of a commune ish zone Mm -hmm. but you can kind of go off and do your own adventures by yourself it doesn't have to be about them like do you guys all share the same peach tree or something yeah like maybe have like kind of yurts or like little cottages i love yurts and i've never stayed in one i would love i've never stayed in a yurt. i think it looks so nice yeah i saw some at bruce peninsula uh up around there i'd love to do it yeah it seems like a relaxing way to like aesthetically yeah it's like aesthetically it's like a 70s kind of like that vibe of like commune but without it being gross yeah yeah like because after all the uh insanity sort of did start uh tinkering off like in the early 70s there were these weird idealistic really thin bearded men and long-haired women yeah. that did make something work for a while yeah and so my way i kind of think like of it you're talking like about that that kind of time <laughs> yeah 78 made it work for a while <laughs> The 78 hippies, yeah. the ones that really stuck it out. That we're still doing it, and they obviously... And they had a 70s aesthetic, like a lot yeah. of deep lot of oranges. Like deep orange embroidery. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. this kind of... So, like, imagine... Which also has a weird, haunty sort of... Creep vibe Creep, October, nostalgic vibe. Totally. That's what you want. So, I think if you could capture that time, but then, like, rip it into kind of a magical, surreal zone, or, like, mm-hmm. parallel universe, where there is magic, or there is kind of... Different creatures? Different creatures. Not of this earth? Sure, I'd love that. Is it? It's not this planet at all. Kind of not. Or it's like a parallel. I think it yeah. works like water's water, I'd hope. And <laughs> <laughs> fire's the same. <laughs> but yeah, maybe there's other weird creatures. I don't know. It's hard to imagine a new creature. You're just sticking together two kinds of creatures in your mind. I just pictured... Sorry, I got distracted because I pictured astronauts finally going to like these moons of Jupiter and stuff like <laughs> however long in the future. And they're like, it's water, but it's not like water, water. You're going to hate how it tastes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they just like their faces disintegrate and you're like, oh. It tastes like really eggy and then your face rots off. Like, Yeah. That would suck. I always think... Uh, Worst case scenario when scientists are like, 
look, these planets are just like ours. I'm like, yeah, go let something fly up your nose over there. Yeah, see what happens. See how it eats your I'm brain. I'm not going up. I'll burn up down here. <laughs> yeah, I turn into sludge. Yeah, that's scary. When it's like, I, it's so scary when people are like, it's just like this, but a bit different. I find that really scary, looking for the details that aren't like. Yeah. Freak me out. Yeah, like one little bug can bite you probably on another planet, and then um, your face turns purple mold and just rots. Yeah. Like, you never know. You don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> you never so, know. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, so this is your planet is like a, all like a, what'd you say? An it's like a parallel. Parallel planet to planet whatever. To this, is, it, is it same like? Uh, yeah, maybe that's a lie to say it's a parallel because I don't think it's the same. Like I picture more woodsy stuff happening most of the planet. Mostly woodsy. But I, I mean, I don't want to. Think make mostly you... woodsy, but different zones, so like you can travel. Yeah. Not that far and be in like. What do you travel on with? I think in like you have, I think you have trucks and motorcycles and cars, but you also <laughs> in that order. Yeah. And then be also more have, trucks, like, more trucks because you need to haul stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah, but they're like kind of beat up, but they work well, I think. Oh, and good. then maybe like some horses. Okay. Yeah. I think Trains? That's probably. Maybe a train. But yeah, not like in like a, an irritating steampunk way, but like. Right. So steampunk irritates you. Yeah. It's gone too far. It's too much. Um, Where was I driving recently? It was up. Uh. Might have been up north, like coming back from a cottage, and this super small town, nothing sort of town. Uh, I saw a sign for like steampunk festival. Yeah, it's like, like the new Renaissance fair. But what do you? Th yeah, what was this? Because we were in the middle. It wasn't like this city or anything. It was like literally a small cottage town at best. So do they travel? I guess people travel. Oh, I know to where it. it was. Port Severin. You know where that is. Where's that? It's like an hour and a half north. Is that so? Steampunks go an hour and a half north, and probably it'd be like a music festival, like the right. Way Home Festival. Right, Is that near right. there? So what do you do there? You just I guess like if you're steampunk, a, an old broken gear in your eye, and like that's it. Yeah, it's always <laughs> steampunks just look like that moon from the silent movie yeah, where the like, rocket get falls the rocket in the out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I don't like, really totally get it. What it is. Me either. Like they long for the days of yore. But this fake. But there's no escaping technology. I guess so. Which seems yeah. like a bummer time to want to escape to. Like this kind of like industrialized. They're sort like, of romanticizing a Victorian era that didn't exist really. Yeah. Which I guess is interesting. But it seems like a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're losers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, just put on a nice shirt and go out there. Yeah. Get a digital watch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So many gears and steam all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I'm kind of talking <laughs> similar. <laughs> I don't think so. I like how even just the thought of traveling on one train made you like upset. Yeah. You're like, no. No, I'm not fuck. like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like yeah. no. Those guys ruined trains. Oh, shit, they did. And what do they do? They, and trains are, they are great. Mu musicians? Or, I'm sorry I'm hung up on this now. I don't really are know. Are they musicians? I bet some of them are. <laughs> but like, what are they playing? The but what fiddle? is their thing? What do they meet up and talk about? 
Like, did they show you, oh, look, I made a... I feel like it would just be, yeah, just showing each other the costumes and things they made. Which like, they're like, brutal. hey, I'm John. I, this is my catapult hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really trying to figure it out now. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm taking away from your yeah. utopia building, but... No, but what else would they do? Are there, like, games or... I don't know. If you're listening right now, for some reason, I love you, but thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, send us tweets or I anything. I would love to get, just to know what kind More of More steampunk information. Not to sound totally uh, snobby, but what what the fuck are you doing? What is it about? What do you meet and talk about? Yeah, that's like, it's like just ignorance at this point. Maybe there's yeah. fun things they do we don't know. I know men wear a blouse. Uh, and suspenders. Yeah, women but wear what, kind of like but those what big, else? Yeah, I understand. I can picture the clothes. I know what you guys are kind of into. I know that you guys worship the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> but what else? But go on. I hope we get tweets. Do you have political ideas? Yeah. Or? <laughs> what are you lobbying for? <laughs> More steam? Okay, so maybe one train, but nah, maybe not. Not like Horses, a, a mostly way. trucks, then cars, and then a motors- few motorcycles. Yeah. Traveling around, going on these missions. Yeah. I love it. Got a nice 70s, mid-70s haunted uh, nostalgic yeah. atmosphere to it. Mist, fog, smoke, clouds. <laughs> All the stuff that yeah. makes it hard to see. Yeah. Mystery. Mystery yeah. Uh, smoke. Yeah. And, uh Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you have a commune full of people. Yeah. Um, they're your people. You go on missions for them. I think for them or for yourselves. Like, maybe there's a feeling, I don't know, maybe there's a feeling like you're like a rebel group, but not like in a really intense way. Yeah. I think you just feel like outsiders, but like there's a lot of punks. other... Like steampunks. Fuck. What if I just start <laughs> describing steampunks? Oh, no. Yeah. So embarrassing. And then when you leave, you're actually like complaining to Nick. Like, Chris sort of like made he fun of like, what I love. He like railroaded me into... Fuck. He like wanted me to talk about like, <laughs> What if this is actually a breakthrough for you right now? I want to be a steampunk? Yeah. I'm like, imagine like a mechanical bird. <laughs> you just show up at the next Catch-23 wearing like stilts and yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, like a mechanical bird on your head, like, <laughs> like Johnny like, Depp is ew. fucking what's his name? Yeah, that stinks. Tonto. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I hear that that's. Someone was talking about how that's maybe good. <laughs> like not, but like I picture the type of person that was probably saying that. I feel like I was listening to no, a podcast. honestly, like the native, the Aboriginals used to put dead birds on their head, and like so Johnny Depp. <laughs> but here's the thing: is that the movie's called The Lone Ranger. Yeah, and Johnny Depp gets cast as Tonto. Him putting the dead bird on his head is basically saying like, "What Lone Ranger?" Well, he's yeah, he's dra- he's drawing your eye to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> what a I don't dick. even know who played the Lone Ranger. Exactly, Bill. I'm not going to see it. I haven't seen it, and I won't. It's too steampunk for me. That's steampunk too. I'm it not is into that. for sure. But there's cyberpunk. You know about that too. I think. That's a whole other kind of weird thing. Are you sure they didn't turn into steampunk? Separate things. There's like steampunk culture and then there's like cyberpunk culture, mm-hmm. which is like a weird digital dystopia. But like still like kind mm-hmm. of like what do they talk about? I don't know. Yeah, like the height of cyberpunk was The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like when the internet was first blowing up, because I'm older than you mm-hmm. by 300 years or something. Yeah, I think so. But So I was like... Matrix, I think I was just almost turning 20. 
Okay. That's a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, but I remember when the internet was really blowing up at that time, people like Neo, like they thought you would be able to all of a sudden dive into the internet and swim in there and like <laughs> like fly amongst wires and numbers. Oh, well, that's a nice idea. But it's so funny how like, the maybe that's what steampunk is a reaction against cyberpunk. Maybe. To, They're like, to, no, we don't need to be... We want to connect to something that is real. <laughs> well, it's like, how did you hear about how, like, Jack White only lets his kids play with, like, um, toys that have moving parts and are, like... <laughs> the writer, Jack White? Wait, who's Jack musician. White? Oh, yeah, musician, right. Oh, he's steampunk. He's kind of steampunk. He has a way. crow on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's kind of steampunk there's a crow connection to these people they love crows <laughs> tweet in <laughs> tell us what's up with that <laughs> brethren like, of the yeah, crow it's like a crow with like a little like gear eye yeah it's like, like <laughs> and it like it like takes a picture or something but it yeah. takes like a long time for it to come out yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all these like crows hanging in the uh, dark room of like a yeah, photographer's just, basement, like, having to dip their throats into this like <laughs> liquid. Yeah, don't come in here. <laughs> Pulling out these long pictures from the crows. Like. <laughs> Every time you pull out the long strand of picture from the crow, though, the crow's beak smiles a bit. Like, ew, what is? Oh. Ew, don't like it. Yeah, I don't get. I can't get used to this. Ew, it's like a weird. Flintstones. Wait, what did we say? Who had the crow? Jack, Jack White. White. Oh yeah, so he plays with. So he like only lets his kids play with toys that um, have like moving parts and are like mechanic, like have like gears and like are like real, like wooden blocks or things that, like no iPads or anything. <laughs> but I feel like that's trying to connect. Yeah, trying to like really deny the digital age, which I don't know if that's correct. Ah, uh, you got to split the difference, man. What are these kids so. gonna do when you're? dead soon yeah for sure like <laughs> the crows eating <laughs> yeah when the crows flesh. are eating your daddy um yeah are you feeling the effects of the matcha green tea yeah i feel pumped yeah me too <laughs> steam pumped uh <laughs> yeah okay so are we okay. really like i like this okay here's what happened here this is talk about meta episode mm-hmm. we embarked on a mystery within this episode yeah yes like which is your world what is steampunk yeah so in the my world how that would go down would be like you'd be like what is this like it'd be this new clan that you like heard about they're like the steampunks are like over the ridge and you're like what and like you'd have to go over and meet with like the king of them and like talk <laughs> but to your him. people are like they have to be eliminated yeah my people are like get rid of them and i'm like let me just see what they need and then i go over and like talk to them <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd learn something about them because I think in this world, like, there's still like really weird people. Because I'd miss it if everyone was kind of normal. All want, with like, one some... eye, that's a camera. All with one eye. That's the camera. main steampunk thing. That's all I really know. Yeah. Okay. So you go over there and you try to make you You'd be like, gain what's their trust. Going on? And they're like building like a railroad, and they're like, we're gonna build through this. We're gonna <laughs> can we we want to build through your commune? And I'd be like, absolutely not. Right. What do you guys need? And they're like, I don't know iron or some kind of metal i gotta go get it and bring it to them and satisfy them and then we have peace with the steampunks i think would be like what the mission would be i think where your village is um personally this is my personal opinion the railway track should end yeah and then once you get out of your village and it's a different property again then the railway starts up again that's great but 
this stupid train that they're building yeah. should be able to turn into an old school rocket. <laughs> shoot, launch sh- up? Launch up over your village, That'd then go back wicked. on the track. That'd be wicked. Yeah, see? And kind of cool of us not to move the commune. Like, and also, I think we're helping the steampunks by still maybe, would they like rockets? Is that something? I think they'd like rockets. As long as it's like a metal, like a wooden, as long as it's a wooden pulley rocket. that makes it like, go, right? <laughs> so like this rocket couldn't go into space because it just like burn up. But this is like kind of your basic land rocket that you can yeah. kind of launch off stuff or like. I feel like when I think about steampunks, it seems like everything they like squeaks like when you're unraveling like uh, an old wooden oh. shea lounge chair oh yeah a lot of like creaking and squ- like <laughs> a lot of pinching of the skin yeah S- steampunks must get stuff pinched like all the time <laughs> but, yeah but like ah, ah. Uh, the wood i love it oh, oh this, but, cou- <laughs> this couch is so complicated and like always pinches me yeah yeah, steampunks, basically, everything they own is like the futon without the mattress yeah. on it. <laughs> Just like a wooden, like... Like, you can kind of understand the mechanics of how to, like, open the futon, but it pinches you every time you do it. Like, you're like, I know how it works. You fold it in, and then it rolls out, but you Ow. always get hurt. Ah. Yeah, and then there's like one little leather strand that holds a knob that goes in the other widget. So many widgets. <laughs> Steam widgets. Widgets for days. Widget punks. <laughs> <laughs> this Ew. has been like a half an hour of talking about these guys. I'm now so I sorry. I, I, feel, like I feel like I wasted your time, but no. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> I feel like they've become the enemy of, like, <laughs> of, your of world. my world. Like I'm not into them. <laughs> They're like losers, and my people are like really cool. But so. I picture them like all lining up to fight your village. But as the battle's about to begin, the wind blows off all of their top hats, <laughs> <laughs> and they just chase after their hats into a chasm. And they're all gone. That's it. Case closed. Case closed on that mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know. Okay, oh. that's matcha green tea. You know what I'm great. saying? Just makes you go into a steampunk hole. <laughs> it's like, can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, just little flames and smoke comes up and yeah, mechanical birds. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got to move on okay. from this. I'm like obsessed. But yeah. We'll see if it comes back in. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Build, okay, now where else, else are we? Um. What else? It's very nice. Do you have like a, with your main commune. Are you guys, do you look at yourself as like the leaders of this planet, ultimately? Or are all all kinds of different groups coexisting here? I think there's a lot of different, I don't think we're the leaders. I think that there's a lot of different like little factions and towns. And maybe there's bigger cities. Everything kind of trapped in this weird time. But Mm -hmm. it all functions. So you can go to towns. You can, I would miss that. I wouldn't want it to all be natural. It's surreal too, like you said. Like almost Miyazaki-ish. So is there other weird creatures and stuff? Yeah. Like what? I guess, (laughs) um, like little bears or like... (laughs) (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Koala bears. Like koala bears. Little baby brown bears. brown bears. Um, Lots of bears, but they're friendly, right? They're cool. Little bears. Yeah. Well, yeah, what, what other kind of creatures? Are they declawed or do they have claws? They have claws, but like they're not going to be harsh with it. They understand. Yeah, yeah, that it hurts. It's, it's like not nice for us. 
That's the only problem with Earth is that some of these animals don't understand that they hurt us. No. And that, and maybe it's with some of the magic. Like, I always think this with Alfie. It's like, I wish I could just talk to him for even like five minutes and have him understand fully. Just have a conversation just to yeah. set some ground rules to be like, hey, man, I know you can hear me. Listen, only eat things that I give you because I know what you need to eat. Don't do this. Like just to kind of like lay that out. And maybe yeah. there's opportunity to have that with these creatures. Maybe that time is coming. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, I don't think so. <laughs> the other day I was petting Bernadette because she wanted it, obviously. Like you saw when you came over. Yeah. She goes up to you, rolls around. She so wants the cute. attention. But then after a while, she hissed at me and walked away. And I went right over to her, back up to her. And was like, you can't ask me to pet you and then hiss at me. No. It's not nice. And I'm like talking to her like that. Yeah. It was so embarrassing. But I would feel hurt by that too. It's like this interaction, yeah. like just walk away if you don't want. It's like don't, I was doing you a favor. Don't shame me like I was forcing you into enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much shame. Yeah. Yeah. Alfie's like that too. He'll cuddle and then he'll suddenly like be so mad. It's like you wanted to do this. So there's a way of communicating with all these creatures and beasts, yeah. etc. Well, like in, Describe one more creature. Like in Spirited Away. Well, I like how there's like... I'm into creatures that look not like us, but kind of hang out and function like us or like still enjoy the same kind of food or like they drive cars too. <laughs> so like another... Oh, interesting. Like another... There'd be like maybe a group of creatures that are like... That's definitely what planet Earth is missing. Yeah. Kind of like humanoid. And not to impose like a humanoid or like that that's a perfect way to function. But that... I don't know how many other animals listen to this podcast. Yeah. Hopefully they get <laughs> mad. I'm not like... Just my, some giraffe is like, what the hell? <laughs> like, my way is beautiful too. Yeah. How, your necks are short. I guess yeah, like a creature would be No, like, it could be anything. It could be like a mist. It could be a mist. With a hat it could on. be like a, a big like kind of moss creature. I like that. That like comes from like the really like really dark wooded area that's No really one's moist. ever brought up moss on this podcast. And this is the 46th episode. Moss is great. It's really nice. I, love I like moss. a moss creature, damp and soft yeah. and weird. And if you go there like on one of your you like are on a mission and then you decide to take a rest in this forest and you lay down on the moss because it's so soft but then he stands up and he's like hey yeah he's like um um you're on me me. yeah yeah like when someone falls asleep on another person on the subway yeah exactly (laughs) they're like Like, um excuse me like doesn't want to wake me up right away i feel like a moss creature totally fits with your aesthetic of this world already yeah from what you were establishing before yeah i don't even know if he has like arms and legs but he like yeah it's like a clump or yeah does it have eyes I don't know. Maybe many eyes. What I like about Ooh, moss... a moss lump with many eyes. What I like about moss is that it, you kind of forget that it's... I don't know. Just because it kind of just attaches to things. But it does feel like it could kind of move in one cluster. Yeah. Well, if you try to take moss off something, it all like, unwraps together for the a, most part. As a kid growing up in the woods, like if you picked up a clump of moss, like you just put it back on the ground and kind of push it back in and its roots will like reattach pretty quickly and that's in you grew up in bc right yeah where exactly on vancouver island beautiful which is right? kind of this aesthetic too i think yeah yeah there's some fog right there's Mist. a fog close to the ocean yeah and we had like uh all this queensland like beside our house i have this like really crazy house that was built by these like dried up hippies 
It's like has this big stone turret and all this stained glass. Like it's just Did you really grow up weird. in a hippie commune? Not a commune, but, but in a hippies. house that hippies built. Oh wow! So this big stone turret has now all these like cement blocks that have people's handprints on them, oh, and they're cool. all the people that helped build the house. That's cool. Um, but there's like all this like beautiful forest land out behind the house, and I remember one day walking back there and kind of adventuring on my own, being an only child, and there's this big uh hill where it used to be like a bottle toss like a bottle depot so it's all these old glass bottles from like the 50s and the 60s just with moss growing around them just in the woods like just in in the middle of nowhere which is sort of like an alien thing yeah it's this real like when you see something man-made like in the in nature yeah and then nature growing around it and yeah it's exciting yeah. to think if the world ended, how quickly nature would grow up around stuff. I love that. Me too. I think um, uh, most people, I think, kind of think that that's what's going to happen. I think that that will happen. Yeah. I like the idea of like 2000 years from now, we're all gone. Mm-hmm. And then if you come back to planet Earth, um, maybe more than that, maybe three, th- yeah. 5,000 years ago. <laughs> and then you come back to Earth and then like relics of our... It's like finding dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of cool to me, as more morbid as it may seem towards the human race. But, but it's kind of exciting. So maybe in like my world, I would also like it that there is this like fantasy of a former time. So maybe a lot of the missions are finding those relics. Like you're wow. kind of going to find like maybe there is like a pat. So like some of the culture of the world is like clearly based on some former people that lived there yeah so you're kind of going to like piece together what happened to maybe them. that's why it's so fantastic because it's in the future yeah and there's a melding of of cultures intergalactic cultures yeah so some of it has some aesthetic of like the 70s because 70s are such a fun time for music and film like it's my fa- like i love it what's your favorite film well i my from, favorite film from that time from that time okay both i really like two of my favorite films i i I really like Easy Rider a lot. I think it's very fun. I like Streetcar Named Desire. I really like Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And I really like Gone with the Wind. These are some of my favorite movies. Wow. But Apocalypse Now kind of has like a weird, surreal... Like when they go, finally, mm-hmm. it has like... It's sca- much scarier, but it has like a kind of a surreal, twisted universe feeling to it. Yeah. That I like. I love it. Mist. Mist. On the water there. On the water, yeah. In the mornings. Oh, so, so creepy. Much. So creepy. The unknown. Yeah. Did you read that book that's based on? Mm-mm. Heart of Darkness? I've never read it. It's short. I know. I should read it's it. It's delicious. Yeah. I feel like that book's come up on here before, actually. I think, yeah. I feel like, I, yeah, I should read oh, it. Oh, maybe I've Peter always... Stevens and I talked about it. I think you did, maybe. I know you've talked about it before. Um, You guys listening, you don't know, but she... But Kayla mentioned Peter Stevens' episodes before we started recording. So good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just give another little shout out. Listen to them. Hi. Both are great. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love those yeah. movies. Um, but yeah. So maybe some of those things are like relics of this other time. Mm-hmm. So maybe something happened and no one knows. And so it's like a quest. Instead of it being a quest to like find God in this world, there's kind of a quest to find out like what happened before mm-hmm. the world we're living in. So there is like a quest for something bigger than us, but it's just kind of to know our own history or why this world got created. Yeah. Maybe. Like, yeah. Which do you think could ever be answered? 
I don't know, you're on these missions. You're like looking for bones. You're like, maybe one day you like dig something up and it's like some dumb toy from the 90s and you're like, what's this all about? And like you bring it back. You're like, I don't know how. (laughs) And the steampunk steal it and you have to like go get it back. It's like a turtle, but it's like standing on its legs and it has a sword. It seems like. What is this? (laughs) A teen? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's got the smile of a cocky teen. <laughs> was this the leader? And like, then you're like, God, I don't know. Cocky teenage karate turtle? <laughs> Putting it together so close. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say. <laughs> How about this? Hypothetically, once you do solve the riddle. Yeah. Now what is life like? Oh, God. Does some big end game happen or? I don't know. Think about that. Jeez. That'd be I wonder if that's going to happen to us as real human beings. Well, that'd be like us, I guess, with the equivalent be like us discovering... Our real creator? Yeah. Or do you ever think about this, like, if you saw a ghost... I've never seen a ghost. Have you seen a ghost? No. If you saw a ghost, and people say they have, they have whatever. I know. But don't you think that that <laughs> would, like, shake you up so deeply uh yes like your whole understanding that's of why it's hard to believe people that say they saw exactly. ghosts like why aren't you crazy why exactly. aren't you like questioning everything now of, like well then if that's if we can live on that plane I've like always bugs me that i've always thought that yeah it's like oh you saw a ghost and then what you went and got a slice yeah why are you so casual <laughs> about this ghost experience like yeah i guess you how can, can you have... even be by yourself in any kind of dark environment or not believe in god or not be like crazy like to believe in heaven now or to yeah. believe in i understand maybe the sensation of like if you've ever had a bad fever or you've done drugs and it's like you have a question yeah of what's real but you can usually justify it. like you can you know that it is real you know you're in a weird state and your your mind's being affected by yeah. outside yeah like because so i get the thing where i'm like did i see something in the corner of my eye or yeah you know or oh i got a sensation that someone's looking at me but that doesn't mean no. I don't go, yeah, there's ghosts because of my yeah. weird it's like if I like woke animal up, instincts. Yeah, just because I'm like paranoid and my eyes aren't great. Like, yeah, and I used to be. <laughs> and I did, um, and I like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've evolved from a frightened, skittish creature. Yeah. Like, so what? But if it's like the people are like, oh, and I woke up and there's like a little girl sitting on the end of my bed. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> no yeah, way. go fuck yourself. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Off to the chasm with you, yeah. you dreamer. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're going in the chasm. We're tossing tons of people in the chasm. <laughs> the receptacle of your whole planet is this nerd chasm. Yeah, all the nerds and squares are just like, get out. Like, go in the chasm. Stop. That. Always a wind comes by and just like picks them up and tosses yeah. them in. Like, because of you, you're embarrassing yourself, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. Okay, good. We've got a lot of stuff. What else? Did you say you like music from the 70s, too? Yeah. Like what? Give me an example. I don't know. I'm kind of into like this. I like the psychedelic rock of that time. Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah. But even like later, like, no, I'm not like a big Birds fan, but like that kind of stuff or like kind of weirder Beach Boys things or like. That'd be almost late 60s, early 70s. Through the whole set, I get that. That time, like coming out. Uh, yeah. You're talking to a music nerd now. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. I don't think, but I even have an appreciation for, like, disco music of that time. Like, how beautiful, like, ABBA is. And... One of them was beautiful. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me growing up, uh, 
it was like my dad had the boys CD and mm-hmm. my mom had the girls CD. They're not real big, huge music freaks like yeah. I am. So it's like my dad had hot rocks by rolling stones and my mom had abba gold that's great and they're divided by yeah it's like a blue and pink cd wonderful you know what i mean yeah yeah so i know (laughs) those two bands like really well just because of those albums yeah and what are they like it's so cool it's really good (laughs) it is good (laughs) yeah yeah what else would you have um because i kind of like cheesier yeah that's cool. I just pictured you guys like around a campfire with your yurts on the outskirts mm-hmm. and you guys are in the middle of this communal meeting grounds where you plan your missions and what's next. And then you dance to like ABBA yeah. as the uh, flames go up into the night sky. Yeah. And, and maybe people play live music, but it's never brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it never, it's never just like earnest guitar. Like Live music is always like one or two really good musicians and then guys... Uh, or girls like trying to validate themselves beside those good musicians yeah that wouldn't happen everyone in this commune i think like i'd like to live in a commune style but like no nerds no nerds into the chasm yeah into the chasm like no one that you wouldn't it's getting pretty uh totalitarian (laughs) this community i think that the i think that the chasm's like the thing that brings you to the chasm is something that's dark in yourself. So, like, that's like... You <laughs> hang with your head hanging low, walk, scuttle off to the you chasm. You know that you should go to the chasm. <laughs> I'm just, sorry. And then you the just... Steampunk got, got in there because the wind blew their hats. Yeah. They didn't need to go get their hats, but they're greedy and they're... <laughs> yeah. Superficial. and so They are superficial. They the chase their ha- aesthetic chase their right aesthetic into the darkness. Into the chasm. Yeah. And we know. I think there's something, maybe the chasm, it has like a magic to it that yeah. draws you in. Like our mm-hmm. tax with the, in, in Never Ending Story when a horse goes into the, <laughs> the sand because it's sad. Jesus. It's the worst scene in the world. But I, I can't believe they made children watch that. That's so horrible. I watched it recently and I like I cry, like I cried. It was so sad. It's so intense. Yeah. That he's sad is so such an intense thing for a kid to unpack. I can't watch it again as an adult man because I will probably be mad at myself for how sad I get. It's really upsetting because it's the idea of depression. Yeah, and oh. that sadness is like Right. Will eat you whole, and that for and that it's an animal. There's so many things going on there that this horse feels so sad it won't let itself get out of the sand, and that it would rather drown. It's so disturbing. Yeah, but that kid. happens here. The chasm. But the sucks chasm those. does that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anyways, the most disturbing, sad thing ever. And yeah. my chasm has it. <laughs> my chasm, it's got that. Now. <laughs> uh, just as a aside, because I keep getting distracted by this steampunk thing. Do they all dress like Tiny Tim? No. You know what I mean? With well, the wooden leg and the crutch and everything? I feel like they do have a lot of <laughs> fake legs. I don't know if they go wood. I feel like they go caged metal or something. Oh, uh, okay. I guess there's like little boys and little girls in steampunk, but... <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are sick. Because <laughs> it's like the industrial era, like they're riffing on like this time where like kids could probably still work. And, like, oh, I just pictured a little tiny Tim with like a metallic robot voice. Ew, I hate that. His, <laughs> they had to replace his throat because he got like sick, and now yeah. he has this metal voice. Oh, that's a very Dickensian thing, though. They probably from the coal mine or whatever. But or that's that thing. Coal in, factory. Yeah, like wherever the hell they worked. 
Yeah, that his voice, he like damaged his throat being in a mine and then they replaced it. There was this dog. I used to work at this bagel shop in Vancouver and there was a dog who (laughs) had had its like, I don't know what she did. I'm remembering this in such a much more violent way, but that she'd had the dog's like voice box like (gasps) to stop it from barking because it was really loud. But the is it a beagle? It wasn't a beagle. Beagles are terrible barkers. Maybe I just thought that too because of bagel. But anyways. No, but beagles are like they like they'll howl a lot, but it was some mix. But the dog then had this really robotic bark that sounded really metal and was like it sounded fake. And so it was weird. like zire, zire. It, it, like that. I hate that. I hated it. And she like was, wind going through a metal tube. Yeah, but like the tube is has ridges because it can bend. Yeah, it's like when you whip <laughs> those tubes around. It's like whoosh, whoosh. I, mean, I love those. Though. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> You know what else I love to do the noise people can't listening can't see you do the imitation of that, but that was really funny. Like those are so, imagine like those a dog kind of with that. So it sound like you know what else other sound I like. You know those things <laughs> that you turn over and go down. Oh yeah, like the cow <laughs> yeah. noise, like patter it. Yeah, that noise. <laughs> That's how the dog barks. Patter it, patter it. Like kind of. Yes, we'll get you a bagel. Everyone's like, yikes! That dog's <laughs> so scary. Zion. <laughs> Uh, well, who knows, you know? I mean, yeah. pretty soon, like, it'll be hot to have a metal face, I'm sure, in this oh, God. world. Well, how are you to kiss if you had a metal face? You'd burn your wife Clink. unless she was metal, too. Yeah, because your face is hot, yeah. too, because there's a flame running yeah. your face. <laughs> That's what keeps your eyes interesting. Do steampunks have train faces? Yeah, the chin's like the scooped like bottom of the train. Like the cow catcher? When they open their mouth, it's like a little coal fire. Oh my god! <laughs> I think if there are steampunks listening to this, one, they'll be mad for most of it until and now. now. happy we unlocked the best idea. Yeah, now they have boners and a female equivalent of that. And something to focus on at the next fair. Yeah, train face. They're like, yeah, and it's this big unveiling, and they have like this like weird show. Beautiful eyes on on an old train. (laughs) Big sad like Great Gatsby eyes like on the cover, like (laughs) like a birthmark too, like a beauty mark on the side of the train. Long cigarette. Yeah, they'd Uh, love that. That'd be their god. Feather hat. Um, Yeah, totally. Train god. Train Mm -hmm. face. Train face. What should we do? So they have nothing cyber connected to them. I'm, we're so hung up on this. Sorry. <laughs> on this t- I am. They yeah. don't. But that's Cyberpunks their problem. Do. Right. I think that there are... Cyberpunks hate wood and latchets. Yeah. <laughs> cyberpunks wouldn't... Uh, yeah. Would there be cyberpunks? Would cyberpunks ever strap something to themselves using like a leather buckle and... Uh, a cyberpunk would never use a leather. They'd be into... <laughs> no, cyberpunks use like... Actually, don't they... Oh, yeah, they use, like, pleather suits. And, yeah, pleather suits and, like... Capes. N- those, like, nylon, like, nylon rope and... Jeez, you know what we got to do? I mean, I know we're establishing your utopian world for the most part, but in real life, we need to come up with a new uh, kind and of punk, punk that Absolutely. uses different materials. What materials are not being used right now okay, so we have inter- to romanticize? Internet and, like, plastics, I guess, is generally covered. Yeah. And what... And then... Th- Steampunks is like metal, wood, leather. I guess what what are we left with? Glass. Um, <gasps> wow, I got excited about that. Glass. 
because there's there are people still in in our culture now that as hobbies do glasswork like you know with the kiln and yeah. you do the fire what's it called we blow, blow glass yeah, blowing glass which yeah. is which is crazy because if you breathe in you can die when you do that blowing glass is i would like, breathe in me too because even the thought of it i'd be like <laughs> yeah i would right away yeah that's why i never go um i never go what's it called deep sea diving with the with the tank on oh because people are like, oh, if you breathe the wrong way, uh, you can get air bubbles in and your bloodstream. Like, well, and I'm like, breathing that I way w- right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell me what not to do. And then it's like, dead. <laughs> and then I die like, see, just float like oh. a dead fish. I had when I got the mask made for the short film, I had to have like a full pull done of my head. So I had to like have my head totally covered in plaster. Oh, my God. See, are you claustrophobic? Not really, but there is. But you want to breathe. You want to breathe. Well, you can. I can breathe. Like I, was, I had like nose holes, but the weird <laughs> sensation was that I wanted to open my eyes so badly. And they said, "Don't." Well, you can't. I don't think you could. But I was like obsessed with the idea, and I kept thinking about it. Like I'm just gonna open my eyes, but then all the goo would go in. God, that's like torture for me. And the thought that your mind is like could just do that. It's like how people say, I don't know how true it is, but that a fear of heights is connected to. A fear of wanting to fly, <laughs> fly, jump, fly to your death, fly to your death. But that is it. They're like that's like something in yourself that you're worried that you won't be able to control yourself and you want to fall off. Yeah, well, I get those instincts all the time. I when I look at an electric socket, I want to lick it sometimes. Yeah, are you nuts? Yeah, what is that? Even when I see a knife, sometimes I feel myself getting cut. Like, ooh, oh yeah. You know, when people tell me I can't do something, that's when I freak. I start thinking about it a lot. Yeah, I get obsessed. Like, if I'm in a car, um, I've never had to go to the bathroom. And then as soon as it gets stuck in traffic on the highway, I'm like, oh where's the bathroom? You can't just go to the bathroom beside a car. Did you have a problem with authority as a kid? I have it now, still. Like, do, you like, do you get mad at cops? I don't like rules. I yeah. don't like people boss telling people what to do. I think everyone has to be free. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a real freakazoid for that. I think so too. So then, I, I although the chasm's kind of even like, though I'm not even near being an illegal person, uh, no. I worry about jail. I worry about jail so much. Like, okay, speaking of s- cool '70s movies, The Long Goodbye has mm. this icon, like this little throwaway scene that I think about all the time. You've seen that one mm-hmm. with Glenn, uh, not Glenn Gould, the uh, other Gould, Elliot Gould, Elliot Gould, yeah, Robert Altman, uh, and then so. Elliot Gould gets thrown in jail as a threat for a night from these other cops. And then he's a detective or whatever. And then when he's leaving, just as a tossed off line, he goes to the other guy in the prison. Like, I forget the dude's name, but he's like, remember, man, you're, uh, you're always uh, you're only trapped in here, but you're always free here, like points to his mind. And then I always think of that, like, if I'm trapped somewhere, I can escape in my mind. mind. Yeah. yeah, it's like such a weird thing to hang yeah, on to. I think that that's a good thing to hang on to, though. But it's also like worst case scenario, I'm going to re- re- uh, recess into my mind. Is yeah. that the word? Regress into my mind. No, whatever. You whatever know what I'm talking the about. word is. But yeah, just escape. Be, but if you were, mind. I don't know. But then that story that came out about that kid that was in was like a vegetable, but his mind was active for like years and years. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that on the set of Rodrigo's Thing. Yeah. That's oh, so... hey, we're, we're in a thing coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Get that video online. Yeah. Is it, it done? 
I don't know. Rod said it. Okay, it this is good. a long conversation now. We've been talking for a while, but guys listening, Rodrigo stole made a really cool looking short so far, as far as I see. I have a little cameo in it, but it stars Kayla. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fun. And we talked about podcasts Inv- and this Invisibilia. Kid. And that's what you're referencing is the kid who lost all these motor skills and they didn't... They, they didn't know. They didn't know how much he knew, he was taking in. Yeah. I love how... But I love like how... 15 like, years or something. And I love how dark his like sense of humor is and how like kind of angry he is. But doesn't he have like a girl that loves him now? And like, Yeah, he's like got like a regular life. But so like nice. holy... That shows the adaptability of a human that that doesn't drive you crazy either. And maybe that that's the ghost thing, too. It's like your mind is so wired to survive that even if you see something so crazy. Oh, so now we're sticking up for these people? No, I mean, still fuck that with the kid on the bed. But <laughs> get, like, in, get in the chasm. But maybe our brain just wants to be okay so badly. That's definitely a thing. Like, when I had Bell's palsy, mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew I had that. Yeah, that was crazy. About three or four years ago. Like, my whole right side of my... I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here. Maybe I have, probably. But the whole right side of my face, Bell's palsy, you're, it's a virus that you get. And it was paralyzed for two whole weeks completely. And then the next two months, it slowly got better, better, better. That was scary. But I was going... I had shows to do, like, to make money. And I'm going out and doing the shows. And most of the shows, I'm riffing on Bell's palsy, talking out the left half of my mouth, making fun of it. Um, I'm going out, I'm being social, I'm living my life because I don't want to whatever. And so, you know, I sort of powered through. But then what I realized was about a month or so after uh, all of my nerves were working again in my face and I got it back, um, then I was in a super dark, depressing place for a long time because I think in the middle of it, I was uh, powering through and you know you know what i mean you, you're in this sort of like Whoa. emergency state of mind where you want to like power through and be positive and so then do you think that that depression or that darkness was like a pendulum swing back yeah from that? i think it was like uh yeah well that's it's intense like, yeah it's nice to know that you didn't slip into that when you were actually going through the crisis that you like kicked into this like <laughs> i'm gonna keep being on top of stuff it's like a lesser version of like I mean, it's a more extreme version of, you know, when you go to like a festival, like a comedy festival or something, Mm -hmm. and those things are always bonkers, right? You're there for like a whole week. You're not sleeping. Weird adults. With alcohol, which, yeah. And then like alcohol, drugs, whatever, all night party. But you do it somehow. You don't live like that normally, but you do it fine. And then after. You socialize. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then when you get home, you kind of almost get sick. Always. Because your body's like, now the emergency party zone time is over. All that extra, yeah, it's like a camel, like, drinking out of its hump. It's like, here's all this extra energy for you to go crazy. Yeah. So now you're so dry. When I got Bell's palsy, I just relied on that hump. Yeah. And then it was dry when my my nerves were back. Thank God we have those humps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good digression, though. That was a good digression. People learned a lot. Right, guys? I think it's good to think (laughs) about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we should summarize this utopian world. I like talking about all that stuff. Yeah. But, wait, why did we talk about that? Um, We were talking about... Oh, because we're just learning things together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm talking too much. Regular. It's just having a nice conversation. Yeah. That's okay. That happens all the time with this thing. Um, 
Okay, so recapping the world. Yeah, you do it. I feel like I just talked about myself too long. Um, I don't think you did. Um, okay, so it's kind of like an, a like a weird, surreal, semi magical world. Kind of like a lot of magic realism. But why do you say semi? I think because it's not like wacky. It's not like you're like talking to a flower and it like tips its hat to you <laughs> yeah. or something. Like it's not like dumb. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. or something. It's kind. It, it it's like all that real. The everything surreal feels like it's based in in something. I think maybe because there was something bad magic that happened in the past, and that's like we're trying to uncover that. Ooh, I like that. And it like affected the world, so everyone's like trying to like figure that out all the time. Because I think it's good to have like something to be striving for. In your maybe life. that's why you guys are all broken up into different communities. Yeah, like something went down. Like I don't know what it was, but everyone's quest, especially me as this witch. I'm trying to like. Oh really? yeah, you're a witch. We yeah. barely talked about that. Yeah, and a witch. I mean, like you know how you made this matcha tea, and you use that little like wooden, a witch, yeah, like a witch. But this is the kind of witch. I used a whisk. I'm right. not a witch. Like, oh, again, just like out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, like alchemy. It's like when you make that matcha tea, how satisfying it is to. You're like, not a Wizard of Oz witch. Second Wizard of Oz reference no. today, but yeah. No, you're like. I can put together, I can shave this bark and like put this stone on this and then this does something. Like it's alchemy versus You're like, a naturopath. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except magic things can happen. Yeah. Like I can blow that in the face of the steampunks and like they're like, they get it for a oh. second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they get it. They're like, oops. They're like, ew, what am I about? <laughs> yeah, like you're, yeah, the powder basically just makes a full length mirror in front of them. And they're like, yikes, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Hmm, I'm going to the bay. <laughs> There's a bay there. People not in Canada listening, the bay is the biggest department store for regular clothes. It's really <laughs> nice to get like a standard sweater. Oh, I love like... I love the bay. Trying to fit in. Me too. <laughs> Normcore? Status quo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Normcore, people really dropped that fast day. They were like, I don't want to say this. No, it's so lame. It happened for like three months, and then people were like, "Okay, you can be normal and not." Call you can just it a wear thing. a regular T-shirt and regular jeans. And Someone told like me I thing. was normcore, and I'm like, I'm literally a man that just keeps getting older. What do you want me to do? And as I get older, it's like <laughs> it's just easier for me to buy a like a plain shirt. Yeah, I don't want anything on it. I just want it to be a plain shirt. Anyway. Look, I'm going to be honest. I have a bay card. Okay, anyways, you're saying anyway, the bay's great. I actually <laughs> actually had a dream about the bay two nights ago, where I was buying a long gray sweater, and it was so nice. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I think the bay card came to me in a dream, actually, and then I went out and actualized it. <laughs> so yeah, that's so funny. Did you get the sweater? No, it's not the season yet. But you, uh... in my dream, it was like, oh, it's not the season. This is the time to go buy a sweater. <laughs> Just yeah, so like it was a dull. it was a nightmare. Yeah, because you woke up and it was still was like, summer, and you're oh, like, it's still oh. hot. Oh, I can't. Yeah, that's so scary. Just me trying on gray wool sweaters. Um, <laughs> so boring. Uh, yeah. So this is this world. There's some magic. There's lots of different like factions. A lot of adventures to go on. But in your downtime, you're just kind of hanging out in your commune, and not like you're forced together so tightly. I think there's like you have a cottage off by the river, or mm-hmm. like there's like paths that go to like maybe a big mess hall that you all eat in you kind of have your own space that's nice and you go off on missions and there's lots of different little worlds you can travel to like mm-hmm. the moss world or like an ocean world or like a snow world oh so the moss world it would be like a forest it would like make sense that you come across it but it's this like particularly dark forest but it has another but the moss has a different like the it's 
That's there are other sentient beings on the planet, not humans. Yeah, like the moss people would live there in this forest because they like it to be cool and damp. Do they wear hats? Moss hats. No. <laughs> so you're like, are you sure that's a hat? And you're then like, they take it off and you're like, skin? Yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> they're like, yeah, this is different moss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a part of my skin. What do you think I'm gross? Yeah, I'm not wearing... <laughs> <laughs> It's like leather for them. Like a creature could be like, ew, what are you wearing with these leather boots? But you're like, it's not human. It's totally. I never thought of it like that. For another creature. We are draped in flesh half the all time. All the time. We Especially love Especially if you like rock and roll. If you love rock and roll. <laughs> you're draped in you're flesh. You're draped in flesh, which is the most rock and roll thing I can think of. That's what it is. Yeah, because you want to wear something else's skin. The definition of rock and roll is like you just blast it out of a f- barn. Oh yeah, it's so cow guts hard all and over hot you. that like it turned into a vest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just pictured thousands of years of people learning how to make vests. All vests you had to do was like, blast out just, of a barn. Just rock and roll out of this barn. Okay. The, so, what's the, sorry, you said that there's an ocean world. I think there would be like an ocean world. I'd want to be able to go to the ocean. This is a bit of a longer episode, I've noticed, but it's okay. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. Okay, good. And we can wrap it up. Wrap it up. But yeah, we're... Not that they're worlds. You can just travel there. The distance isn't so Mm -hmm. far that you'd need to fly. But Mm -hmm. um, you'd just like drive there and then you go to the ocean and there's just like other stuff going on there and people that would be drawn to living by the ocean, those kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's like a weird hermit that lives in a cave. You got to go talk to him about something. Who knows? Are you talking about like old British style cable knit sweater toque over yeah. the years ocean person? Yeah, I bet that there's like for sure there's the like a, um, a what's it? A life, a life house. What is it? Lighthouse. Lighthouse. Lifehouse. <laughs> the band. Um, <laughs> is that a band? Is that Canadian? It yeah, sounds Canadian. Lifehouse might be Canadian. Maybe. Yeah. Lifehouse. The band. When when September 11th happened, I was first it was like one of the first days of grade eight for me and i was watching tv early getting ready to go to school and i went to the news and i saw the towers and i was like i watched it for a second then i changed the channel and lifehouse this band <gasps> was playing live and i watched that for a second and then i was like wait and then i went back to the news i was like this is much more important <laughs> oh my god yeah i just remember two tragedies for you on september yeah, 11th i know yeah. lifehouse and 9-11 um yeah but there'd be like the lighthouse like an old like kind of like cable knit sweater man who's like in charge of that that's so funny that that band is associated with I, the beginning of the end of times that's what i associate them with yeah i don't even can't think what their song is okay well that's very nice so you're actually let's just get back to you one before we totally wrap it up you're not dressed like a witch no i think i'm like in like normcore or like kind of 70s like cool I probably have like really big, nice hair. It's funny that you're obsessed with the '70s because I hear a lot comparisons to you and Diane Keaton, oh. and she's very like iconic '70s. I like that style, lady. Because women were kind of starting to wear these like kind of more masculine shapes. It's just like nice shapes, nice fabrics, nice colors. You play a lot of funny masculine characters really well too. I like that. Yeah. So I think that in this world, yeah, I have like really nice hair, but like. A suit. <laughs> I'm like a nice suit. <laughs> yeah, I kind of maybe look like Diane Keaton a little bit. Wow. Maybe I've been like kind of a high trouser for a lot of it. That's if I'm going to the town. If I'm doing a mission where I need to be a bit grubby, I'm probably in jeans. I pictured now like your village has like everyone else is living in this nice little yurt. 
and you're in this giant Manhattan condo. I have a beautiful Manhattan <laughs> condo. Yeah. Like all to yourself. <laughs> hey guys, want to play tennis? Yeah. Like, yeah. You could. Yeah. Um, okay, I like that. Yeah. So, but you just have like you can conjure up these little like naturopathic. Uh, yeah, I can like stir. I know how to like what to pull of herbs to like make right. poisons or to make healing things. Yeah. Cool. Any yeah. anything else that we missed? Um, and eating is mostly platter style. So you're eating a lot of like charcuterie <laughs> plates. And, like really? Yeah, I think it, when you're at the commune, you're eating just big kind of like. That just shows me how many. Uh, like, I feel like you've been to so many premiere parties. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> no, it's like my preferred way to eat. I love nothing. Like, I love like a big board with like lots of different like nice meats and nice cheese and like olives and pickles. Oh yeah, and like a little bit of bread, a little bit of dip. That's I like, what Kathleen's I like. Love she likes like mustards, that. pickles, olives. My favorite. Yeah, I'm interesting. You guys are very similar. Um, and you're going to be going to. Some premiere parties soon. Oh, way to like bring it back, right? I'm I hope there's good. lots of yeah. I was a little. We got a little distracted, but I I don't I don't know if like that counts as when you get digressed. What do you think? Okay, you've been listening to this show a lot or this podcast. I this is the forty sixth episode. Do I actually digress, or is it all part of the thing now? And I should just relax. It's part of the thing now, and you should relax. And I think that like. <laughs> 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 it's like you when you started out you were like oh i'm gonna have like, like this list of these questions which is fine i think it got stilted but it gets stilted after i did katie crown's episode uh in la av club reviewed it and they were like uh he complimented me on chris's starting to like loosen up and not uh, i think that's good i started loose and then i did the list because i thought that's what people would make, yeah, it's weird. So I, I haven't used the list in like 20 go, episodes or more. You have to go more. person by person. If there's someone yeah. like Peter who's like really specific and has like an Peter idea. Peter brought his own else, list. Yeah. He's got his own list. Or Two episodes worth, yeah. who's like more shy and needs you to kind of draw out information. Or it's someone you just want to digress with the entire time. I think that's fine. Yeah, honestly. Person for the by most, person. Yeah. With you and like uh, most of my local uh, Canadian friend, comedy friends, I love it being like total hang zone yeah yeah i think that's nice if i'm people. meeting someone newer then yeah we got to make it a little bit more formal yeah <laughs> and that's how we wrap it up <laughs> just us recapping i just how the podcast works <laughs> i say everything i never like anyways. i like that part of it too okay and so do you right guys <laughs> um anyways and that Steampunk, was cyberpunks reach out Oh, uh, yeah, tweet us at uh, Chris Lock Fun at Utopia to Me, and what's yours? At Kayla Lorette. Yeah, so steampunks. If you're very insulted about our ignorance uh, today, and cyberpunks the same as well, tweet yeah. us, hit us up. Yeah, pull and, the uh, uh, pull the strap of leather to get your computer working. Yeah, and oh, get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, oh, please teach us. Fly your chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> machine over to this house and just give us a what for um do wings come out of their hats okay anyways i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna go over google uh i feel like uh yeah one of them has like a cannon on a necklace or something I yeah don't know. Ugh, for sure yeah all right that was very fun did you have fun i had so much fun thanks so Me much too. i had so much fun that's a good hearty episode too okay um thanks for coming on and say bye to everyone bye all right. That was so much fun. Thanks again, Kayla 
Lorette for coming on and being a guest. You are awesome. And guys, girls, everybody out there, follow her on Twitter at Kayla Lorette. Uh, and keep an eye out for her movie opening in a few weeks at TIFF here in Toronto. And uh, all kinds of stuff. Keep a lookout for the Sufferettes and, and find her performing live whenever you can because it's a treat. And uh, there we go. So I'm going to uh, hang this microphone up like it's a telephone and go walk deep into the mist. And anyways, yeah, you guys are... Uh, we keep getting more and more followers on Twitter, but we need more. Follow us at Utopia to me, and uh, follow me at Chris Log Fun to find out more stand-up comedy stuff. Uh, I'm sorry if I sound a little off today in these intros and outros, but man, I rolled around in my bed till six a.m. I couldn't get to sleep. Does that ever happen to you? Tweet at us at Utopia to me and say my not Utopia is not being able to sleep till six a.m. And then I'll be, I'll write you back and be like, I know what you mean, because I'm feeling it today. But anyways, that was such a fun episode. We had a blast. We drank green matcha, matcha green tea, and our uh, it was so good. And we're so glad you listened. And then we're going to get another, it's going to be another week until the next one comes out. This is how it works. Podcasts. Oh my God, who'd have thunk? I'm going back to bed. Love you guys. Have a good planet on your face. Do it. Thank you.